Hi, welcome back to Cycling Talk Podcast with me, George Mahoney. Today, I'm joined by British National Cyclocross Champion, Thomas Mean. Thomas regularly competes in Cyclocross World Cups. He's competed in the Tour of Britain on the road and this weekend, he's doing the World Champs in Fayetteville, USA. Good luck to Thomas for this weekend. Why don't you tune in to watch Thomas and lots of other friends of the podcast competing in the Cyclocross World Champs this weekend. That's available on GCM+. Hope you enjoy listening. Thank you for joining me today, Thomas. Thanks for having me. What's your first memory of being on a bike? Um, oh, probably just uh, riding a mountain bike with my dad when I was younger, mm-hmm. like maybe six or seven years old, just uh, riding around mountain bike for the woods and, and that kind of thing. What's the first bike that you remember being really excited about? Ooh. Um, probably the first bike uh, that I got for free when I was a junior. Um, I got a Ridley X Knight from a friend of my own shop um, and he supported us when I was a junior and stuff like that. And he, yeah, he gave me a, a brand new Ridley X Knight for free. So uh-huh. it was pretty exciting at the time. Were you part of a local club growing up? Uh, I've been in a few. I started in Hen Hawks. Then moved on to Downside CC, uh, I think as I was like a under 14, 16 maybe, something like that. And then continued with them till uh, last year junior. What do you remember about your first race? Not a lot. All I remember is, I think it was at um, Hetton, where the where the club was based, where I rode for. Um, and it was like a road race on a, on a small circuit, which uh, yeah, I did on a mountain bike. What sort of training were you doing once you started getting into racing more? Uh, I only really started training yeah, with any structure as like, yeah, maybe second year junior in the 23s. Mm-hmm. Most of the time when I was yeah, younger than that, I just rode for fun when I wanted kind of thing and the weather mm-hmm. and all that uh, schoolwork. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I didn't, didn't take it that seriously until yeah, junior and the 23 ages. And how did you manage your training and racing around your education? Um, yeah, I tried to uh, just like, yeah, if I had schoolwork to do, that would kind of try and get it done as quick as possible just so I could go on my bike. That uh, I always enjoyed cycling more than schoolwork, so mm. it was hard to to make sure I was getting the schoolwork done on time. And But I did, I did the best I could, I think. <laughs> what was the first national race that you did like? Um, probably be a road race. I think I did the uh, like the under 16, 14 uh, national series um, before, yeah, before doing some of the cross nationals as well. What was the first team that you were a part of? Uh, when I was under 23, I joined Hope Factory Racing. Um, that was the first like yeah, elite team that I joined. Mm-hmm. The first year I moved to Belgium to race, and they they supported me through that through that season with like, equipment and clothing. Did you do more road growing up than you did cyclocross? Uh, yeah, for the first few years, I pretty much I did all the, the national series road racing around the country. Um, and I think maybe as an 12, I think I did some a few cyclocross races. And then, mm. yeah, from then on, it was a bit, a bit of a mix between that and mountain biking and road, a little bit of track. Yeah, I, did, I think I did pretty much everything growing up. What was your first international race like? I think it was the, a World Cup in Valkenburg as a junior. Um, I think it went pretty well. Actually, I think I was like top 15 in my first first World Cup. So 
yeah, the experience I gained from that was was pretty good as well. And when did you first become part of a British cycling programme? And how did it feel when you represented GB for the first time? Yeah, it would have been that same race in, in Valkenburg. Um, yeah, I mean, to get to wear the GB jersey uh, in Belgium as a crossrider is yeah, I mean, it's quite a, a special thing. And then now to do it, I don't know how many occasions I've done it now, but yeah, it's always, always nice to get the, the GB jersey on. How did you find racing out in Europe as a junior? Um, <clears throat> yeah, it was difficult. Uh, I wasn't, yeah, I was not the best at the, as a junior category, but uh, when you come to the continent, you're racing all the Belgians and Dutch riders that have, yeah, they've raced at that level for a long time. Um, it was quite a, yeah, an eye-opening experience, I think, to to see that the level they're at and, yeah, to one day think that it's possible to to be as good as them. Yeah, you got you've got to you've got to really work at it as well and just keep believing that you can get there. When you were a junior, you won Koppenberg Cross. How did it feel to win that? Oh, it was amazing. Uh, yeah, we went out with like some friends, uh, my dad, some uh, friends that I raced with, and like, yeah, I never even expected to to be in the top ten in the race. And <laughs> I think it was like the last lap. Uh, we did like the last climb all the way to the top of the cobbles, and I just started to to like open a gap up on the the guys in second and third place, and yeah, I crossed the line and just yeah, I couldn't believe it <laughs> to be. <laughs> on a race like Koppenberg and to win is yeah it was an amazing experience you also competed in the European Championships and the World Championships that season that must have been a pretty big year for you how did you find out that you were selected for both of these and how did it feel um I think it was just um through like the uh, the GB selection program I got uh, an email about it and yeah, I mean, it was like for a few weeks waiting to see to see if you're going to be selected and checking your emails every every few days. And then, yeah, when you say that, it's like it's like a relief. You've obviously put in so much time and effort into it, and then to see that you've been been chosen for that race is yeah, it's amazing. The following year, in your first year as an under twenty three, you did World Cups like no more. How did you find that? Yeah, it's a it's a hard track. Um, like there's so much, so much climbing, so much running, all the mud, um, and it's been yeah. I think a few times I've crashed quite badly on some of the the steep descents. Mm. Uh, I think one year I even lost a shoe in a deep section <laughs> of the mud. Um, but no, it's a fun track. Um, this year I think I was like 15th in the, in the elite, so yeah, it's just, yeah, it's mm. always enjoyable, but it's it's always a hard a hard one to race. How was it different moving from junior 2023? Um, yeah, I find I moved into uh, to Belgium as a first year in the 23, so I was kind of straight in at deep end, um, racing like the biggest races all season. Um, but it was quite easy to to like track your progress through the season. You can see which tracks you were good at and uh, mm. what sort of ones you were you, you're not so good at. And yeah, you can use that experience later on in the in the 23 category and help mm. to to plan your training around the tracks and certain the certain ones that you enjoy. It helps a lot. How was spending so much time in Europe at such a young age? Uh, I've always enjoyed it. The first year, I think I lived there with four other people from the UK. So yeah, it was just like, we're just having a holiday. It was just so much fun. Um, I would, it was serious, but it was always, we're just doing it for the enjoyment. Um, I never thought it would come to the point where I'm living here every season and racing professionally in the on the continent. But yeah, it was just... 
it's always fun when you get here and you hear the race so that's it at the end of the day that's the the most important thing to to be here and race on the biggest races can you tell me about the racing that you did on the road as a junior and then 23 i didn't do a lot as a junior i pretty much only did uh, mountain biking and saddle cross as a junior um i think i started doing some more road as like first and second year under 23 but only only like regional things um just for a little bit of training before the the cross season started. And what was the first road team that you were a part of? Erby Canyon DHB. Just signed with them, I think two years ago now. Uh, Mm -hmm. But the first season was was all cancelled due to COVID. So I only raced once for them. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, it was difficult, but yeah, it is what it is. You did a lot of racing out in Belgium in the 2018-2019 season. And you also came fifth in the European Championships. What do you remember about that season and that European Championship race? Um, I think that was the first season where I joined uh, a Belgian team. I think it was after the Euros. When I finished fifth, they, uh, they asked me to join the Toledo. Um, and it was mainly down to the result I got in that race. So it's sort of where it all it started being in the, in the Belgian teams. Yeah, it was quite an important season, I think. Tell me more about the European Championships. I think, was it, was it they were in Holland, I think, if I remember right. I've done a lot of them now, but I think it was that one. Um, and I was riding with, I think I spent most of the race riding with Ben Turner in fourth and fifth place. Um, it's quite a fast track. And then, yeah, I think on the last lap, he just, uh, he pulled away a little bit. But mm-hmm. you know, to finish fifth at the, as a, in the Euros, it was, it was a nice result for me, I think. In the 2019-2020 season, you had some incredible results, including winning the Tabor World Cup. That must have been amazing to win. Yeah, uh, again, I turned up there knowing I was on some good form, but mm. yeah, everything everything has to go right in a World Cup to win when you've got the Belgians and the Dutch and the French guys. They're always, they're always pretty strong. Um, and then I think I won by like 20 seconds or something on the last lap. I came in the in the finish straight with no one behind me and I was just yeah I just couldn't believe it um it's taken it was like three years of racing as an under 23 to win to win a race like that and mm. yeah it was, it was worth the wait I think it was a special day and Tabor's quite a special race for you because you've won another world cup there since so yeah I won the the one and only round of world cup last season for the under 23s um again yeah I knew I liked the track and I knew it suited me, but mm. to do it two years in a row was, it was pretty unbelievable. Uh, you also had another World Cup podium and you got top 10 in the Euros. Can you tell me about both of these races? Uh, the Euros was, I think, again in Holland, I think. Um, I don't really remember much about that race. But the, the World Cup was in Nome in France, mm. uh, which I think I travelled down with just my dad and a friend. Um, and then, yeah, I think at one point I was leading leading the race for a couple of laps. Um, but then, yeah, I started to, I think I went a little bit too early. And then I think it was uh, Ryan Camp won and Kevin Kuhn, who's now yeah my teammate. He was second place. It was, it, was a good, it was a good race. At the end of the season, you raced the World Champs and finished 22nd. You must have been happy with how your season went overall. Yeah, yeah, I was. Um, but... Yeah, the Worlds there in, in Switzerland, uh, I kind of aimed for more. Uh, I trained well, but 
on the on the day the track was just yeah not what I expected it to be it was very muddy very slow um mm. and yeah just the legs or the head just wasn't wasn't in it and yeah I didn't wasn't impressed with the result but for the season overall was I was happy with happy with how that went um mm. consistent and yeah it was it was good and then after that you joined Tormund's cyclocross team how did that move come about and were you excited to start your time with that team yeah um I was I think in January that season I was in talks with them for a few weeks um yeah they said they wanted wanted me to join the team um I had a few offers from elsewhere but that seemed like the the, the best uh, opportunity for me um with the with the riders that were in the team with Connie and Quinton it was yeah it's, it sounded like it was going to be a, a good project for the future and then lockdown happened. Uh, how did the pandemic affect your motivation to train when there was no racing? Um, not so much. Uh, like, yeah, I just enjoy riding my bike. Um, mm. And it was actually even better because all the all the road train I did, the roads were just so quiet. Mm. It was just like, yeah, no traffic anywhere. So that was the good side. But obviously it meant it was a whole summer of no racing. But I always had the the saddle cross season in my as a goal so that was just full focus full focus onto that so it wasn't it wasn't such a bad thing luckily the cross season was still able to happen out in europe at the end of the year you had some great results that season but how was it with no crowds in belgium to be honest I, yeah for the first few weeks i didn't really i didn't notice it so much um the main thing i noticed is when you watch it back on tv and you just yeah, there's no one there. That sort of looks more strange than anything else. Just seeing yeah, an empty field with some some poles in it and a few riders riding around. It's yeah, it was more weird to watch it back than to actually race it because you know I'm just so focused on on the race itself. So I don't I didn't tend to to notice the difference without anyone cheering or anything like that. Uh, you finished second in the European Champs. Talk me through that race. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was like uh a, a fast uh group race there was lots of the dutch guys were there they were they were pretty strong um and then i was like trying trying my best to go with all of the moves that they were making trying not to let the race split up and yeah miss the winning move but in the end i went yeah pretty hard doing that and then uh one of the dutch riders slipped away and then i think cameron came up and he started the chase uh, all the rest of the dutch riders behind and then it was like a fight between Cameron for second and third. And I just managed to beat him coming into the last last half lap of that race. At the end of the season, you were in great form for the Worlds, but you had an injury in the race and then had a DNF. What exactly happened? Oh, uh, I think it was the second lap. Um, and on the, the steps they put in, um, basically they, they didn't put some like non-slip surface on top of the steps so then when I ran on it at like an angle my foot slipped and then I fell off off the side of the uh, the steps and I cut all my shins um, and knee open um, mm. and then, then that was just the race over my head was just not in it anymore and I tried to chase for a couple mm. of laps but yeah I only I was there to, for a podium and to be racing for like 15th was just yeah not what I wanted <laughs> And then I think they actually put stuff on the steps on like the following day yeah. so that people wouldn't slip on it. Yeah, there was a few, I think, some small complaints from uh, from some of the riders about it. And then, yeah, for the next day, they had, had some non-slip surface put down mm -hmm. because, yeah, it was just not safe. 
then this year you did your second season with Canyon DHB Songod and you rode the Tour of Britain for the first time. How was that experience and do you think you'd like to do it again? Uh, yeah, it was it was a good experience. Um, I crashed on day two, which made the rest mm-hmm. of the week pretty hard. I had some pretty bad injuries on my back, on my hands, on my knee. Um, but there was a stage finishing in my hometown, so I kind of knew I had to to really fight through the the uncomfortable old days in the saddle and just to get to that to get to stage five which finished in Gateshead which was yeah, a special day to roll in there with the home crowd and it's like yeah almost almost had summer from door I was at the um finish of the second stage next to her and I was hoping to yeah. get a chance to talk to you but you'd had a nasty crash that day as you mentioned and I remember yeah. seeing all of your kit ripped and all of those cuts and blood on you what I don't actually get a chance to see um how you crashed what happened um yeah I don't remember too much I just know that I think it was some guys from Quickstep and Lotto on the front and basically they just hit each other and then I was just directly behind that with nowhere to go and just straight over over the handlebars over the top of them and yeah, that, that was it. <laughs> Kit ripped, bike broken, uh, helmet smashed, yeah. Do you think the Tour of Britain is the biggest road race that you've ever done? Uh, yeah, definitely, yeah. For the level of riders that were there, and yeah, it's by far the biggest, but yeah, to get round it with a big crash, it sort of gives me uh, confidence for the next season with, with Canyon. Talk me through how your cross season has gone this year and the difference between the end 23 and being an elite? Um, so I started the season out in America for the World Cups. Um, it went yeah, relatively well. I finished, I think, 13th in the the Fayetteville World Cup, which is where the World Champs is going to be in a few uh, next week. Um, mm. And then, yeah, I had a little bit of illness in November, so I stopped racing for three weeks, I think, um, until I got that sorted out and, yeah, I got back to some sort of fitness in December. But the, I didn't notice the step up to elite as much because obviously last season with COVID, all the, almost all of the under 23 races were cancelled. So it forced me to race as an elite last year. So that sort of, yeah, it almost gave me the step up to elite a year earlier than I should have. Um, so this season was just, yeah, almost felt like normal to be, to be racing over an hour every weekend with, with the elite men. So it was uh, not so much a difference this year. Uh, you just won the... British Cyclocross National Champs a few weeks ago. It was a close race with friend of the podcast, Cameron Mason. Uh, how did it feel to take the win? Oh, I just had been waiting, yeah, a long, long time for to win a jersey. In yeah, I've raced mountain bike champs before, road race champs, and then cyclocross times. Never, never been, never been able to win it. So to win it as an elite man in my first, yeah, first time out as an elite. So yeah, it was a special day. Yeah. Has anything changed for you since you've won that? Um, not a lot. Apart from my clothing, I now race with a with a white kit instead of the yellow and blue from Tormans. Um, and I think possibly a new bike and a new paint job for this weekend in Hoogerhide as well. So oh, I'm looking awesome. forward to that. Who was the first rider that you remember seeing win the uh, British Champs jersey? And did they inspire you to want to get your own one day? Um, I think 
probably is like Ian Field or Paul Oldham. Um, yeah, those guys I always enjoyed watching them race at the National Trophy Series when I was younger and the battles they had all, all the time. And yeah, I think, yeah, I never thought I'd get to this level, but even to be riding it for a, the National Series in Britain as an elite was always like yeah, a dream of, of mine to, to be at that level. They, those guys were, so yeah, it was good. So you just competed in the final round of the National Trophy, taking an impressive win. It was great to watch you race and get a chance to say hello. Uh, how was the race in your new jersey? Oh, it was good. Uh, I only just received the jersey on the Thursday. I was sort of not sure if it was going to arrive on time. So to to have it and to be able to race it on home soil for yeah for, before I leave for Belgium and for the rest of the season, it was it was a good experience. Um, and obviously, the, most of the time, the national elite jersey doesn't spend a lot of time in in its own country. So, to get mm. at least one race in it and to win was yeah. it was a good it was a good day out. Yeah. How was it having such a supportive crowd? Oh, it was good. Uh, the track was good, and yeah, there's lots of people out. And I think the level of cross in England's definitely grown with yeah, with the younger younger categories are. There's so many riders now, so it's good to see. So you travelled over to the US earlier this season to compete in the World Cups over there. How are you feeling about the World Champs this weekend? Um, <clears throat> pretty confident. Uh, obviously, I, I think I was like 12th or 13th there at the test event there. So that's always a positive. Um, I know the track relatively relatively well. Uh, I mean, obviously, just winning nationals, I know my form's at a good enough point so um yeah we just have to see how it goes on the day but i'm rel- relatively confident i can deliver mm. quite a, a good result when do you travel to america and how long are you going to stay there for um i travel on tuesday the i think it's the 25th of january um, and then i'll be flying back on the following tuesday after mm. after the race so i think it's like i'll be there for eight days not around then looking ahead to this year's road and cross season do you have any goals uh, i've not really thought so much about the road season yet um i'm still just yeah head buried into the cross um i think once the the cross season's over i'll take a small break and have a look at the road calendar that i've got from canyon and then yeah, yeah see see what races might suit me and and plan mm. plan from there where do you see yourself in five years time um yeah, ho- hopefully, still riding saddlecross. Um, that's definitely what I love. Um, but yeah, maybe riding road professionally or yeah, some. But definitely cross and road. But I don't know how well it'll for me. I'll be to them together because obviously a big uh, a big commitment to race the road at a high level. Um, and I wouldn't want that to affect the cross season too much. So I'd have to I'd have to see. What's your favourite race that you've ever done? Yeah, probably it's just a. The World Championships and Saddle Cross because yeah it's like when you I've been so many times to watch when I was like 15 16 years old I would always travel over and watch the racing and to see the the guys there from GB and just think one day yeah I'd like to be be on the start line there the the crowds are always so amazing there at the Worlds um and yeah just the atmosphere is amazing so the World Champs is definitely the best race I've ever done. Uh, what's your favourite cross course in the UK and in Europe? Um, in the UK, probably is Derby. Um, it always suits my kind of my skills and my uh, sort of profile as a rider. And I think for the last three or four years I've raced there, I've always had quite a good result. So it's always one I enjoy. Um, 
and then in Europe, so many. Um, but maybe um, Coxide. It's always fun one to ride with all the sand. Um, something very different to what we get in England. So yeah, I think Coxide is probably one of my favourite ones. Is there a race that you would like to do that you haven't done yet? Um, possibly on the road. I'd always like to have done like Roubaix or Flanders. Mm. Um, again, just yeah, you see the atmosphere that the race creates in Belgium and France. I think it would be an amazing, amazing day out on a bike. Where's your favourite place to ride for fun? Um, yeah, I've got friends who live in uh, Italy near San Remo. Um, I've been there a few times on the road bike and yeah, to ride there is just yeah, so nice. You've got the sea on one side and mountains on another and yeah, you can't help but enjoy it. So I think that's probably my favourite. Who's your favourite current rider? Um, possibly, uh, yeah, I'm going to say Wout van Aert or Julien Alaphilippe mm. on the road. Yeah. Why is that? Um, wow, just because yeah, you can you can do it all. You can sprint, you can mm -hmm. do time trials, you can win classics, you can win Tour de France stages, and then Alaphilippe. I just think he's yeah, an, an exciting rider to watch. You sort of never know what he's going to do within a race, and yeah, he just uh, he's special to watch. It's always he mm -hmm. always races to win, and yeah, he's just an unbelievable, unbelievable cyclist. Who's your favorite rider of all time? Um. Yeah, probably is Wout. I think I've just uh, obviously he's a few years older than me, and doing the cross and being able to to race alongside him, and then see him go to the road and just dominate there as well. It's yeah, I think he's definitely going to be one for the uh, next few years. It's just gonna he's going to perform on every every stage he goes to. So, what's your advice for young riders? I think just enjoy enjoy riding your bike. Uh, it's the most important thing, and. If you enjoy riding it, then it makes it so much easier. Um, yeah, don't be forced in doing doing something you don't want to do. And um, at a young age as well, it's good to try all the different disciplines because you just never know what, what what you might be good at or what you might enjoy and the skills you learn from each of them as well. You've got five minutes before you head down to the start of a race. What's on your playlist to get you motivated? Yeah, I don't I don't normally walk with music, um, not very often. Um, I normally just like to have a chat with like the my pick crew or mm. if I've got some friends there, just have a little bit of chat and yeah, just try not to to think too much about the race and just yeah, try and relax and just uh yeah, have have a have some fun. Thank you for joining me today, Thomas. No problem. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much to Thomas for being on. If you're on the GCN app, then why don't you check out Cycling Talk on there? You can find all episodes of the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, my best pro website, and all your places where you get your podcasts. I'd love it if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts, good or bad, it would just be great to hear your feedback. And of course, don't forget to share the podcast with your friends and family. See you on the bike.